Hi there, everyone. Michael A. Bryan here from the Oracular School of Astrology. And I'm here today to talk to you all about our upcoming annual Horary Astrology Intensive. So for those of you who don't know, Horary Astrology is the divinational branch of astrology. And so what that means is that in the same way as we engage in divination using tarot cards or rune stones or the Yi Ching, Horary Astrology is a means by which we can cast the chart of the exact moment that a question is asked and use that chart in order to gain understanding about what the answer to the question actually is. So for me, horary has always been a really special part of my own life because so much of my life has been dedicated to the cultivation of divination as a craft and a skill within myself and also teaching divination to others. Horary astrology is such a vital tool in terms of teaching astrologers how to practice astrology. At Oraculos, one of our main objectives is to give students an understanding of how to practice astrology in a concrete way. And we do that by teaching all of our students first the foundations of all classical astrology, and then moving from those foundations of classical astrology into their first actual application of astrology, which comes through horary astrology. And the reason why I think horary astrology is such an important thing to teach first of all, or rather second of all, after first giving students a grounding in the foundations of all classical astrology, is because horary enables a student to practice concrete delineation skills within a very safe space. Very often within astrology, people's first touchstone of astrology is to dive right into their astrological practice through natal astrology, and while that may serve some people, what it oftentimes does within the mind of the young or the new astrologer is it causes astrology to be radically and specifically only associated with the interpretation of birth charts. And while ultimately we do want for our astrological practice to eventually lead in the direction of interpreting the birth charts of people, it doesn't necessarily represent the most sustainable place for us to begin our practice. Horary astrology gives us a safe environment to grow our astrological abilities because it teaches us how to become very objective about the charts that we're seeing. It teaches us how to become very objective about what the condition of those planets are within a given chart. And ultimately, it teaches us to become very discerning about what represents the range of possibilities that we can say about any given planet. And this last skill is a very important skill for us to have because Nicholas Culpepper writing in the 17th century says that an astrologer errs based on how much that astrologer stretches the possibilities of what a particular planet represents. Horary astrology gives us the opportunity to get very clear about the very limited range of possibilities that planets represent, and thereby it forces us to become even more specific, even more direct, and even more sharp in terms of our ability to say concrete things about astrology, and ultimately concrete things about charts that we might read. One of the things that we find happening often in modern astrology is that a lot of astrology today tends to be rather wide open for interpretation, 
And sometimes it can be a little bit nebulous where it's difficult to really put your finger on exactly what is being said. When we start our astrological journey by learning horary astrology first, it gives us the ability to really put our finger on the pulse, the very specific concrete pulse that's manifesting within a particular chart in question. And those skills of being specific, of being clear, of being direct, of being focused, and of being concrete are skills that ultimately aid us as we move even deeper into the practice of concrete astrology via the lens of natal astrology. So if you've always wanted to learn astrology and you haven't really known where to start, or if you've wanted an entry point into classical astrology and you also haven't known where to start, then please do come and join us this coming June 11th for our annual Horary Astrology Intensive here at the Oraculos School of Astrology. I really am super excited to share these teachings of classical horary astrology with all of you, and I cannot wait to meet you. So if you want to sign up, please go and check out our website at www.oraculosastrology.com forward slash events to sign up for our upcoming Horary Astrology Intensive today. Now, we have some of our Oraculos Astrology students, and I'd like to really just open up the floor for you all to ask any questions that you have. So I'm wondering, will there be um, homework for the course? <laughs> will there be homework for the course? You know, I often say that at Oraculos, there is no homework. But someone called me out on that recently and said, alas, Michael, there is most definitely homework in every single class. So my version of homework at Oraculos is really just you as the student being self-accountable and knowing that between classes, you really have to review the content that we cover within the classes in order for you to get the most out of it. So I'm not really... Uh, positioning myself or any of our mentors at Oraculos to be in a position to mark your papers or anything. But between classes, you definitely want to be able to review the recording because each student receives a recording of each class. And ultimately, also to give yourself some practice runs in terms of the content that we're covering, just so that you can really feel as comfortable as possible in terms of what you're receiving and really know that you can bring these practices more deeply into your own astrological practice. I'm wondering if you could share some of the breakdown of the content of the curriculum that's covered and do people need to have any astrological background when they're coming in or does it start building up from, from the base up? That's a very great question, Jennifer. And so in terms of the content, one of the biggest things that we do at Oraculos is we teach our students how to understand essential dignities. And we teach our students not just how to understand and work with essential dignities, but also how to apply that specifically to their astrological practice and their interpretation of the planets. So for those of you who don't know, essential dignities refers to that which strengthens a planet to be more of itself from within itself. There are accidental fortitudes, which are things that strengthen a planet based on the environment that it's in. 
And there are essential dignities, which are things that strengthen a planet in terms of its internal ability to be more of who it is. So within the Horary Astrology Intensive, we really make a distinction between what essential dignities and stabilities are versus what accidental fortitudes and abilities are. And we really give our students the ability to know and learn how to become very skillful in distinguishing how strong a planet is based on things that are happening to it internally versus how strong a planet is based on things that are happening to it externally. And that really represents one of the biggest interpretive tools of classical astrology and really all of our classical astrology, whether it is horary, electional, natal, or mundane, all of our classical astrology really boils down to being able to know how to use those two systems with ease. So while we're going to be taking a survey over all astrology in general to give students a really strong feeling of having a basis in classical astrology, the brunt of our time together will really be focused on how to utilize essential dignities and abilities, accidental fortitudes and abilities, and how to really bring those concepts to life in terms of the interpretation of a chart. Thank you. And one more question is, there, there's so much material to cover. Is there any special techniques or ways that you approach it at Oraculus that may be different from other schools? Amazing, amazing question, Jennifer. So yes, at Oraculos, we have several teaching styles. <laughs> and one of the teaching styles that we have at Oraculos is just do it. <laughs> and so with our just do it teaching approach, we really hit the ground running from day one with a chart in front of students, because one of my beliefs is that the more we can get students accustomed to being around charts and to seeing charts, the more students can get over that initial anxiety regarding what charts actually look like and regarding what it is to be comfortable when looking at a chart. So that's one of the first things. Another thing that I really enjoy personally is an approach to teaching, which is called spiral education. And spiral education refers to planting the seed of something very advanced, potentially very early on, potentially too early on, and just doing a flash of it. So a flash of it for five minutes, and then going back to our regularly scheduled programming. And a part of why that is such a cool approach uh, that we apply at Oraculos is because if you can get someone accustomed to something that is probably two steps ahead of where they are, by the time as they get ready to approach that thing two steps later, they'll feel more deeply grounded and more deeply comfortable surrounding that concept when they finally get there. So at Oraculos at this point, we've trained many, many astrologers. And one of the biggest things that people leave saying is, wow, this information has never really been as accessible to me as it is right now. And they may have studied from 10 other astrologers, and they may have been certified from 10 other reputable astrology schools. But what we do at Oraculos is we don't just teach people astrology. We teach people how to become astrologers. 
And the distinction between those things is very clear because at the end of the day, we want to prepare people to enter professional practice. And while the horary astrology, as far as intensives are concerned, is really just the tip of the iceberg of what we do offer at Oraculos, it represents a very tangible depth of beginning that a person can further grow their later astrological practice on. Michael, I understand that horary is an ancient technique that was developed in an ancient world when life was much simpler than it is now. And I thought maybe you could say a little bit about how you have brought this technique up to date by incorporating the outer planets into the technique. Wow, Constance, that's really a great question. And truthfully speaking, I am a thoroughbred traditional astrologer in one regard. And in another regard, I really have so much respect for a lot of the innovation that's occurred within astrology for over the last 300 years. And one of those major innovations has been the introduction of the modern planets in astrology. When it comes to using Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto in astrology, I am a diehard believer in their relevance and in their use, and particularly when they make themselves important. And how they make themselves important is if they are conjunct an angle. So the angles are our first, 10th, 7th, and 4th houses. If they are conjunct the ruler of the ascendant, because as we know, within horary astrology, we really root a lot of our interpretation based on not only what's happening within the ascendant, but also what's happening to the ruler of the ascendant as an extension of the ascendant itself. So immediately, those are two ways that the outer planets make themselves extraordinarily important. If the outer planets have tight or exact aspects to the major players within our chart, which could be the ruler of the ascendant, or if we're asking a question about money, it could be the ruler of the second house, or if we're asking a question about our siblings, it could be the ruler of the third house, or if we're asking a question about our real estate, it could be the ruler of the fourth house, etc. then I integrate the outer planet for that reason as well. So for all of these things, I find the outer planets to be extraordinarily important. I think the major thing for me is that I do not use the outer planets as the rulers of houses or signs within themselves. And within modern astrology, we find many people using the outer planets in that way. So there's this thought that Neptune is ruling Pisces and Uranus is ruling Aquarius and Pluto is ruling Scorpio. I, I, have to, I have to search my brain sometimes to remember them because I don't really keep my finger on the pulse of a lot of what goes on in modern astrology. And then there's also this thought that Pluto is ruling Aries. And so there is that piece that occurs very often within modern astrology that we vehemently do not partake in at Oraculos. But what we do partake in is the use of the modern planets of Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto on their own accord, based on what they represent, 
based on whether or not they're having strong relationships to major players within our chart. So we're going to be going into all of these things and so much more within the context of the Horary Intensive, because many of the students who come to the Horary Intensive oftentimes come from modern astrology backgrounds. And I think it's a really important thing to really define for people the difference between and actually, as I'm saying this, I realize it's not really true because I don't really think it's important to define the difference between modern astrology and traditional astrology, because I think that that takes too much time to really go back and forth. And I really don't have a context for what anyone does in modern astrology. So I think my major goal is always not to compare traditional astrology to something else, but just to teach traditional astrology as it is from a traditional context. And so for that reason, if only for that reason, I think the horary intensive is a great place for people to start their astrological journey or to even deepen their current astrological practice. Will a student be equipped to go out and practice as a horary astrologer after completing the horary intensive? That's a really great question, Subacho. And the first thing that I want to say about the Hori Intensive is that it's six weeks long. And a part of it being six weeks long is that it gives people a deep dive into a very fulfilling approach to practicing Hori astrology. And afterwards, I know that students will have all the tools they need in order to continue practicing horary astrology, even beyond the horary intensive itself. And we even have a horary astrology group that has been continuing since them first taking the horary astrology intensive, I think almost two years ago or something. So for sure, students will have all of the requisite tools necessary for them to continue practicing horary astrology in a deep and a fulfilling way. Now, I think the other side that's really important that I want to convey to people is that I don't really feel as if horary astrology constitutes a complete astrological practice. And so this thought of going out into the world and becoming a professional horary astrologer is something that in general, I feel a little bit uneasy about because I feel as if horary astrology is a wonderful starting place for the study of astrology in general. And I think that horary astrology is a wonderful starting place for someone who will later on root their skills and abilities in an actual natal astrology practice. And as we look back at the Renaissance, and as we read some of the texts that come from that period, we see that most of those texts or several of those texts say that if a person has their nativity present, then the natal chart can answer with more certainty the question that the person is asking as opposed to the actual horary chart. So within Renaissance astrology, we see this constant deference to the natal chart as being the primary root chart from which all of our questions in life can be answered. And so against that, the horary chart really is secondary or the horary chart really is second place if you have your actual natal chart and you have the means to interpret that. 
Now, what I think Hori astrology does give the astrologer who's bringing Hori astrology into a more fulfilling astrological practice that also incorporates natal astrology is Hori astrology gives the astrologer the ability to answer questions clearly and specifically. Because you can take those same horary skills into your natal astrology practice. You can take them into your predictive astrology practice. And so horary gives astrologers the ability to answer questions in astrology in a very clear and a very specific sort of way. And so for that reason, I feel as if horary astrology is a tremendous starting point for astrologers because that skill of answering questions concretely and specifically is a part of a dying breed of previous or past astrological abilities. But I don't necessarily want for people to leave the intensive, to go out into the world, to become professional horary astrologers, because at Oraculos, how I teach horary astrology, is I teach it completely and fully, but I also teach it from the perspective of it training the astrological mind to think about looking at charts in a different sort of way. And ultimately we want to root that ability into a more weightier version of astrology. And I really feel insofar as we are human beings working with human beings, that more weightier version of astrology should in fact be a natal astrology practice. So in answering your question, people can do whatever they like after taking the horary astrology intensive. They will definitely have all the tools they need to go into a more horary focused practice. But I really do hope that people use those tools to help them become better natal astrologers. So just in general, as a general comment about the Oraculos School, one of the things that I found exciting and why I've taken more than one course with you and at Oraculos is that it feels to me like one of those special moments that we know happen in history, similar to when Alexander the Great conquered Egypt and two schools of astrology from two different places were able to bring their knowledge together. At Oraculos, because you're teaching ancient techniques, but your mind is in the future, it's not a melding of two places, but a melding of two times. And the ancient techniques are a great foundation, but so many lives have been lived and there's so much energetic residue that these things don't mean the same thing that they used to anymore. And you bring that in and it's relevant to us today. And that's what I appreciate about your approach to all of the courses. Thank you so much, Constance. I really appreciate hearing you share that. And it, it really does touch me because that's really always been my intention at Oraculos to preserve the integrity of ancient astrology as it was handed down and to really give people the opportunity to experience that on its own terms, in its own words, with its own language, through the perspective of its own practitioners. But also to say, hey, we are now living in the year 2022. 
What do these things mean to us now? What are the modern examples that we can use to describe these things through so that we don't just have a classical sense of what these things represent, but also so that we have a current sense of how these things are impacting us within the 21st century. So I'm super excited to share this with people and to bring more people into the depth of these studies because I really think that it's an important thing that people, yes, have an understanding of ancient astrology, but not just in a scholarly way, not just in a way that allows them to build this treasure trove of information in their minds that has no actual practical value within the 21st century, but to really bring those things forward and look at them through a contemporary lens so that we can see how we can use those same practices to amplify our current way of life. But I thought maybe I could ask a question about people who are not native speakers, if they could follow. The course itself is really going to be taught in English. If you don't feel as if you speak English at a level that allows you to actually be in the live class, but you do still want to give yourself the opportunity to participate in some way, by all means, please sign up for the intensive and you will get the recordings of each class right after the class is done so that you can follow in the way that feels most comfortable for you. Okay, thank you. You're very welcome.